Hello, it's Ed Gamble here from the Off Menu podcast that you're currently listening to. I am on tour now. The show is called Hot Diggity Dog. Make sure you go and get yourself a ticket. I'm probably coming to a town near you if you live in the UK and Ireland. And Ireland, Dublin and Belfast. Do go to edgamble.co.uk, buy yourself a ticket, and I'll see you for an evening of Hot Diggity Dog. Hot Diggity Dog! Thank you, James. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Put a skewer into this podcast and it's coming out clean. Welcome to the Off Menu Podcast with me, Ed Gamble. And who's that over there? Why? It's James Acaster. James Acaster here, just admiring the skewer coming out the podcast clean. I mean, we're many, many episodes deep into doing Off Menu now. And the fact that you still managed to come up with fresh takes on the intro, I've got nothing but respect for it, Ed. Oh, thank you very much, man. I'd say I'm I'm at a hit rate of about one in eight being good at the moment, but that that one I'm pretty proud of. Yeah, great stuff with the skewer coming out clean. <laughs> well, this is a food podcast, hence uh, my food-based intro. Uh, and what do we ask people, James? We ask a different guest every single week, their favourite ever starter, main course, dessert, side dish and drink. And this week, our guest is... Jade Adams. Adams. Jade Adams. The wonderful Jade Adams, uh, wonderful comedian. She runs a musical as well. She runs a musical where uh, comedians go and perform songs from musicals. I've done it many times. Uh, James, you've not, have you? I was a dancer in one of them. Mm. So you know you've uh, not done it. But no, I'm petrified of singing in public. So um, when uh, a, a group of comics did Cell Block Tango, I was a dancer who was essentially the boyfriend they were all singing about, and so I got beaten up by five different comedians. Still fun. A lot of fun. It's a really fun show, uh, and when uh, gigs are back up and running, I'm sure they're going to run some of musicals, and I would highly recommend you go to that. And a musical is also a podcast where you discuss uh, your favourite musicals. I've done that as well, so go and check that out. Uh, but look, Jade's brilliant. Uh, we're very excited to have her here in the Dream Restaurant. She also does a food show with Heston Blumenthal, so that's very exciting as well. I'm sure we'll discuss that. But... If Jade mentions a secret ingredient, which we will say now, she will be kicked out of the restaurant. And Jade's secret ingredient is hundreds, hundreds and thousands. And thousands. We don't need them. I've never liked them. Boring. Boring. I mean, what are they? What are they? Why are they? Multicolored uh, little sugar. Uh, I, mean, I like sugar. And sure. hundreds of thousands are boring to me. Yeah, like they're like the ends of a shoelace. Yeah, they don't are, actually. Them. Yeah. Absolutely spot on there, Ed. They're like the little ends of a shoelace, and I don't want them on my dessert. No, I want them on the top, and then it just makes me think of all the better things that could have been on top of that dessert. So, if Jade says hundreds of thousands, we will have no recourse but to kick her out of the dream restaurant, and so help me God, we'll do it. And this is uh, one of our uh, Zoom episodes, or what? What do we call them? Home cooking. Oh yeah, home cooked episodes. So, episode. No, hold on. Joe, what happened there, Ned? What? 
I went to introduce the episode. I've mm. never done that before. And it, it, it felt, I didn't know what to do. So you just said the word episode? Yeah, I went. So you I went, went so, so, episode? Episode. Uh. So, without this Seder, without further ado, let's hear the off-menu menu of Jade, Jade Adams. Adams. Welcome, Jade Adams, to the Dream Restaurant. Oh, she's waiting for the explosion. I absolutely love it. Normally people come in and say, thanks for having me or something, and Jade just knew what was coming. <laughs> oh, there we go. Welcome, Jade Adams, <laughs> to the Dream Restaurant. We've been expecting you for some time. I'm here, finally. I'm so <laughs> pleased. Good to see you. Thank you very much. Good to see you both as well. It's lovely to be all hanging out here in the Dream Restaurant, Jade. Uh, uh a comedian, a food programmer as well. You're you're on an actual food program. You've met Heston Blumenthal. So I hung out with him. This is what we like. These are the qualifications needed to pick an excellent dream menu. Very, very excited to have you. Here. I'm also a huge foodie as well, like massive. Like I go to all of the nicest. I, I try and go to lots of nice restaurants around the world. That's how I spend my money. Nice. Excellent. This is what we like to hear. Right, and we like to hear people saying they're a foodie without going... Oh, I'm a foodie, but does that make me sound like a wanker or anything? No, it doesn't. You're no, a foodie. Food's, you enjoy food. Food's everything. It's everything. Yeah. It's our it's our other brain, our stomach. That's what Heston taught me, is all our feelings are in our stomachs. Like, it's important to eat. And it's rubbish when people make you feel bad about it. I love food. Heston told you that your brain was your stomach? You've got another, <laughs> like, <laughs> you've got another, you have another stomach. Yes. Uh, another brain, sorry, and your stomach. Your stomach reacts to. It's very sensitive, and um, that's why when you're in a bad mood, food tastes bad, or like you know, there's like a sort of re- emotional reaction to food that you know, like it's a really sensitive instrument, your stomach. And if you don't feed it well, or if you, or if you, if you don't actually feed your brain well either, it, it all it all just messes up. And if you've got any sort of, it, it, I mean. If you add Heston on, he'd explain it way better than I am right now. No, I, 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 I much prefer your explanation that Heston Blumenthal thinks you have another brain in your stomach. Yeah, that's what I picked up on it. Yeah, he did yeah. a couple of tests on me actually. He um he did this. So we were drinking wine, and he wanted to show me that negative influence outside of um outside of your uh, ingesting whatever it is you're eating can affect the taste. So he got a glass of wine. And he made me think of something negative in my head, of the worst thing that could ever happen to me. And he made me drink the wine and it tasted not very nice. And then he made me think about something I really loved and I drank the wine again and it tasted much better. And wow. then he did a couple of other tests and sort of showed me like how much your emotions can trick your brain into feeling bad or shit or not enjoy the food that you're eating and all of that mm. it was incredible he, i spent a month i didn't just meet heston blumenthal i spent a month with him Amazing. like every night we my should i tell you my favorite thing about the whole experience yes. every night we were in a hotel up the road we all stayed in the same hotel watching the kitchen panic <laughs> every night was of one course. of the most incredible things i've ever watched <laughs> what what were they were they trying to like impress him with everything they were doing because i'd imagine if you if you're giving her some Blumenthal like steak and chips you panic that it should you know you should be sort of putting a bird's beak on it or something <laughs> well you'd hope that they were triple cut chips which i think that, that you know they 
I don't think I would have had the same service that we all got together. I'll be honest. They came out. It was sort of everything was presented on a huge tray. But you know, over the months, they sort of totally relaxed with it. And he's really cool. He goes in. He speaks to them all. Like they love having him in the kitchen. And and, and you know, it's it's chefs really appreciate each other when they meet and stuff. Like you know, you have these archetypes of these chefs on the TV programs that they're really rude and unapproachable. But actually, what I've seen is they all get they you know they all respect each other quite a lot. If food tastes bad when you're feeling bad, answer me this, Heston. Why, when I'm feeling depressed, does ice cream taste amazing? <laughs> Still sparkling water, Jade Adams. Sparkling. Straight away. Sparkling always. I love it. I'm also like, I'm, I'm absolutely addicted to Coca-Cola. Like, I love it. Yeah. So sparkling water is the way that I sort of get that, you know, that sort of buzzy hit of of carb the carbon carbonation in it mm. i just love that like sort of uh, feeling that you get when you drink summit fizzy when you're thirsty love it but babs and i had it the other day at a fancy restaurant in the peak district and both of us got heartburn so things are changing <laughs> right <laughs> now heartburn off sparkling water also pre-interview you explained to us who babs is yeah the listener <laughs> listeners don't know who babs is Babs is my best friend, and we we travel the world together on adventures. Yes, and our introduction to Babs was uh, just out Her of nowhere tits. while you were setting up your Zoom. Babs just walked in front of, of the camera, not aware it was on, completely panicked and ran away again. <laughs> in her sportswear, because we've just done a hit workout. Yeah. And yeah. for the listener, it, uh, the context is uh, it's about 27 degrees at the moment, uh, and Jade and Babs have just done a hit workout, which is absolutely insane. Yeah. Um, also for the listener, because of how hot it is, Ed, do you want to reveal uh, when you put a T-shirt on today? Uh, when Jade arrived on the Zoom. As soon as Jade <laughs> arrived on the Zoom. Until then, Ed was sitting there topless. Me and Benito just waiting around with him. I did, I did angle the camera up so you couldn't see my titties. So yes. you could just see my face. And then I popped a T-shirt on when Jade arrived because yeah. it's too hot. We should have all just done it without a T-shirt on. We can angle the uh, angle. Uh, imagine that. We could just tell your listeners that we are naked. Yeah, to be fair. Would it get more downloads if they think we're naked yeah. while we're recording it? Yeah. I think it would. Sex sells. You get yeah, to imagine that's true. it. In fact, if you ever listen to a podcast and you think this is boring, I don't like it, just tell yourself that they're all naked. <laughs> um, you and Babs had some sparkling water recently. Was that what you were saying before we diverted it? Yeah, so my, ba- my ba- Babs is my best friend. We go around the world having adventures together and doing crazy stuff. And this wasn't exactly crazy. We were having dinner um, on one of our adventures and we both got heartburn and had to get the Rene out after some, um, after some sparkling water. I don't know if Rene has featured a lot on this podcast, but... No, it hasn't, Jade. And uh, I've never heard it pronounced Rene before because I'm fairly yeah. sure that's a character from L-O-L-O. <laughs> <laughs> Rene! Rene, mate. You can't gourmandise Rennies. How long have you been hanging out with Heston that you're going, ah, oh, Rene. Rene. <laughs> Rene. Get the Renes, Heston. Good, Rene. Wow, pass me the <laughs> Of course, Heston has found a way of making Rene's into gas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but please call, keep calling it Renee. I like yes, it. please do keep keep calling them that. So we were on the Renees after the sparkling water, and then we both looked at each other and went, "Ooh, we're in our thirties. <laughs> <laughs> Are you big on the Renees? Uh, like, do you always have a a pack on your person? I have always got a stash in my bag because you know I really love like prosecco and and um, and well champagne as well. Like, I, I love bubbles uh, mm-hmm. you know carbonated anything is or fermented anything is my bag but um 
uh, you know, sometimes the old uh, the old indigestion can't handle it so much. So the Renes have to come out. Yeah. And uh, uh, and I am uh, I'm never going to be able to say Renee again without laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I rarely have a Renee, uh, but my uh, fiance gets quite like bad indigestion and heartburn. So there's all there's Renee stashed around the whole house like huge bags of them wherever you go. So in whatever room you're in, if there's ever an attack of heartburn, you can you can grab a Rene in our house. Natural alternative, fresh mint tea does the same thing, just to let you know. Oh, yeah? Yeah, peppermint. peppermint. It takes ages though, right? Well, if you like get a nice concentrated amount of mint leaves and then mm-hmm. pour a bit of hot water on it and down that, you'll be you'll be fine. And, and I eat some mint leaves as well when I want to, because you just need to reset all your, um, your bit where the food goes down. Gull it. Um, I don't know what it's called. <laughs> that bit. I'm pointing at my chest on the podcast, but that your, bit. Your galet. My galet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jay, uh, yes, just a James. quick question, completely unrelated. Um, what is the smallest smallest unit of British currency? A penny. I was all the one to know. Pumpkins or bread? Bread. Now, with the sparkling water, you said it with uh, an assuredness and a confidence. And the bread, you said it with a sort of grim determination Mm. where you're like, it is bread. No matter how much I kid myself, it's bread. It's always bread. I mean, I'd like to say it was poppadoms, but the only poppadoms that I believe, the most Moorish poppadom I've ever had are Walker Sensation lime and coriander poppadoms, which are the most incredible thing I've ever put in my mouth and are the reason why I'm doing hip workouts in 32 degree heat. (laughs) but I love a poppadom. I will have a poppadom. But when you get bread, you get butter. And that butter, like the other day, I was in a restaurant and I had chicken butter with chicken skin on top of it. Like, mm. what, what restaurant's this? This was in um, the Peak District and it was called um, Lovage by Lee Smith. Right. It's just actually, it was the opening night. I've never been able to do, I've never done that oh. before, but it was his opening night at the restaurant on the night we were there. Smashed it. Oh, great. It's the opening night, so the chef's probably a bit nervous. How do you think um, he felt when he saw some of his first customers take a sip of sparkling water and then whip out a packet of Rennies? <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> I'm about to send them chicken butter. <laughs> oh, no. I think if they've got to have Rennies for sparkling water, what's going to They're going to shit their pants if I give them chicken butter. Get the defibrillators out. <laughs> Can't believe this. Oh, no. Um, chicken butter sounds absolutely incredible. Oh, it's amazing. We um, went to this other place in um, Denmark called Amas. Mm-hmm. And um, we had like, so they're everything that they, they try and be ethical and sustainable with everything they're cooking. And at the back, they have an allotment where all their stuff is grown. And they tried to not waste us. So we had this like potato skin dip that was incredible. Obviously, they've done it from the chips that they cook in the restaurant. But the potato skin dip was amazing. And it had on top of it hops from the local beer factory that they'd used, which it was that was actually with a thin bread. It wasn't a pop dome, but it was thin and crispy. Mm. Would you like the chicken butter with your yeah. with your bread in the dream restaurant? That specific chicken butter, or are there any other butters that stick out in the memory? I like a green butter, so like a salsa verde butter is great as well. Um, love a chicken butter. The, anything with meat in it, I'll, I mean, we'll get on to that in the mains, but... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the uh, a nice green. There was also Babs's vegetarian, and she had a sun-dried tomato butter. That was lovely. Awesome. But it has to be salted. I think the unsalted butter thing. I mean, don't at me, but I think it's. I think it's. I think it's disgusting, frankly. Yeah. Well, I I do agree with you. I unsalted butter. The only time you should really be using it is if you're baking something sweet. 
So quite often we'll have unsalted butter in the fridge if we've been baking something, and that's all the butter we've got. Uh, so what I'll have to do is spread it on bread and then get the salt out, salt yeah. that bad boy up, and then, but then all, grab a but then Also, a salted butter really complements a sweet dish because you have a nice balance of a little. You always should put salt in your sweet food, like just a tiny bit to sort of anything that's too sweet isn't good to eat. But like a little bit of salt with it, you know, like balancing those um, those flavor combinations. Lovely. So. I just want to be clear on what the bread and butter combo is that we're going for and that I'm, I'm, I'm bringing out to you. So the bread, specifically, do you want that really thin bread that you mentioned or do you want a different... I want a hot, just out of the oven. Mm-hmm. Um, like the thing we had at Lee Smith's, Lovage at Lee Smith's the other day, it tore open and then steam came out of it. Yeah. And it was hot inside, but it was a dark brown colour, like yeah. a real wheaty... Thick bread with some oats on it. Lovely. So you want the Lovage bread with the Lovage butter? That Lovage bread and Lovage butter, yeah. I mean, he's going to be really glad that I'm saying this. He didn't know this was going to happen. But yeah, I'd, I'll be honest <laughs> with you. That's the best bread and butter I've had, <laughs> ever had anywhere. Uh, also, and this isn't related, but another question. Um, what's the name of that comedian? He started Comic Relief and he was, he was married to Dawn French. What was his name? <laughs> Lene Henry. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Now, James, I'm beginning to realise why you've gone quiet for like five minutes at a time mm-hmm. while me and Jade are talking about the meal. It's obvious yeah. as if you're desperately trying to think of more things that rhyme with any. Yeah. Uh, well, some people might interpret it as that. I'm just being a gracious host. <laughs> letting our guests talk. The payoff it was worth it for me. That sounds incredible. I had um shout out to some butter I had the other night. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, a restaurant in Bethnal Green called Daterra. The bread course, so it doesn't come before the meal. It's a tasting menu, and like three dishes in, the bread arrives. And if you get the wine pairing, it comes with a drink, and it's like this amazing little baked loaf, and then some grilled bone marrow, and then three different types of butter. So there's like a oh. pink peppercorn one, there's a sea salt one, uh, and there was what was the other one? It's it was like really a green delicious. one, I think. You, you, Ed sent me a photo of him. Yeah. And it's it's paired with uh, a glass of stout. What? It's so good, so. Oh good. my god, that sounds incredible. That restaurant is fantastic. We've been we've been back there twice in the same like menu cycle. So some of the dishes we recognised, and they were like, "Welcome back." You probably recognise this from the last time you've been here. I'm like, yeah, fine. That's what my Tuck local in. Chinese takeaway says. To me. <laughs> <laughs> Embarrassing. Welcome back. You're at my door. <laughs> you should be saying welcome back. I've, I've definitely told this story before. Going into Casa Marita at Brixton, and the lady knew my order before I'd said it, and I just thought, oh, man. <laughs> I like uh, that, though. That's what I want. I'm here a lot, and I always order the same thing. This is embarrassing. Super torta? Yes. <laughs> Please give me the super torta. I love it. The, the thing is, is that they actually are doing it because they like the idea that they kind of know you a bit, but actually mm. what they don't do is remind us of our loneliness and that we actually <laughs> remind us of our inability to be creative and whilst we're feeling lonely. Yeah. Um, it's a scene in Sex and the City where Miranda orders chicken and broccoli and the woman on the phone goes, yes, I know, chicken and broccoli, you always have it. <laughs> and then she goes down into the restaurant to see her, to face her demon, and the woman does it to everyone else in the in, in the queue. And then it makes Miranda feel fine that she's just a bit, the woman's just a bit annoying. Um, anyway, episode of Sex and the City. Why have I said that? <laughs> I would like many more synopsis uh, throughout this whole episode. I'll try. Any Sex and the City episodes me and Ed haven't seen? <laughs> All of them? Yeah, yeah, a lot of them, yeah. actually. I've only seen the movie Sex and the City 2. That's all I've seen. Why did you start there? Yeah, well, we had to start there. 
it was for another podcast. It was for a podcast called The Worst Idea of All Time, where for for a year, every single Monday, these two guys watched Sex and the City 2 and then reviewed it on their podcast. Every week for a year, they kept on watching it. It's sort of annoying if you're a guy watching that, but there's uh, like it's an annoying... I wouldn't ever recommend a straight guy to watch that show because it's quite damning often. But there's the I, the reason I really liked it was the character of Samantha. I'd never I'd never seen a woman on television like that before. Which one was she? she? She's the, the one they call sex crazy, but she was just super oh, yeah. confident and she knew who she was. And out of all of the other characters, she's the one who doesn't fuck up throughout the whole series. Like she's always just who she is. She like, and there's a couple of times Carrie's judgmental with her, and she brings her up on it and stuff. And she always loves and is there for her friends. I loved it for her. Oh yeah. Mm. Now we don't have to leave this in if you don't want Jade, but um, we've just talked about how you've done your hit workout, and now you've just lit up a cigarette. Yeah. Yeah, of course this? I have. Fucking the, the most badass up. thing I've ever seen in my life. And I think Babs even lit it for. I think Babs rolled <laughs> it for you and then handed it to you off camera and lit it for you while you were talking to it. Let me just tell it, Babs. They saw that whole exchange and now they're talking about it. <laughs> and in between these mm. courses, by the way, I'm going out for a cigarette as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. Well, you know, it's we the dream restaurant, so we don't actually have to abide by uh, any British laws. So if you want no, to smoke no. inside, you can. No, but we're going outside to an amazing Zen garden. We're not smoking in the restaurant. I don't like, sm- I don't, you know, I'm smoking indoors here, but um, normally I don't really smoke indoors. Rich Wilson's going to hear this and I'm going to be in so much trouble. <laughs> and for the listener, Rich Wilson is your landlord. My boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> my landlord. He's my landlord. We should get onto your starter, really. Oh, is there nothing in between the starter and the bread course? Oh, no. I'm so sad. If you want to throw right. something in, go for it. Just a little canapé would be nice there, you know? Something that they've just whizzed up in the kitchen. Something like, you know, maybe with a little fish egg in there or something like that. I don't know. All right, you can have a fish egg in between. little yeah. caviar, a little One caviar nibble in between. Yeah, you're lovely. Uh, you'll start her. So this is where it gets controversial because I've spoken about some fancy restaurants that I've eaten in. I've spoken about canapés and posh chicken butter. But when it comes to my starter, for me, it has to be a deluxe prawn cocktail. Yes. <laughs> With the LEG finger slap at the end. Um, I can be specific about it because there is yeah. a specification about it. It's not mm. your standard local pub prawn cocktail. I'm talking about for Christmas one year, I did the biggest prawn cocktail ever. It was so big that we couldn't eat the roast dinner afterwards. We couldn't have turkey until the evening because it was so big. <laughs> I live in Essex in Leoncey. It's a little fishing um, uh, town. Mm-hmm. And you can get fresh off of the out of the water shellfish down here. And I had um, and I ordered basically eight different varieties of prawns. And then that's how I made it. There was tempura in there as well. And yeah, it was just like it was um, a huge prawn medley. But I like love prawns so yeah. much. And that's where I would have them in the courses at the beginning with some great cos lettuce and a lovely Mary Rose sauce. Great. Loads of lemon. So does deluxe just mean massive? Huge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just checking. I find the idea of prawn tempura in a uh, prawn cocktail is a great idea. Is that something that you came up with or did you get the idea from somewhere else? No, I think, I mean, I haven't had it anywhere else, but I've done it here um, at the house. I love, I just, it needs that crunch that isn't yeah. just the lettuce at the bottom. It needs something on top. And I think an, like a couple of really big, juicy king prawns with the tails. Oh, and another controversial thing is I love eating the tails. Oh, I eat the, 
if it's not too hard, if it's not like a cravette or something like that, I'll eat the skin of the prawns. I love it. It's like eating crisps. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to say that when you originally said deluxe prawn cocktail, I was like, yeah, fair enough. I'm not really in the mood for that personally. Great. It's Jade's menu. When you said there were tempura prawns, I was like, I want to eat that now, actually. There's also, on top of it, there's an avocado sort of mix with chilli in it and yes. coriander in it on top. So there's not just prawns. There's like, mm-hmm. you know, you normally have a little topping, don't you? It's got Maybe maybe have some tomatoes in there, some something sweet mm-hmm. with the tempura on top and then yeah. some like huge, massive prawns hanging off the side of the, of the ornate glass. Uh, here's why I'm laughing. It's because as Jade was describing the prawns hanging off of the glass, what you originally went to do in order to paint that image in our heads was an impression of a prawn hanging off the side of a glass. <laughs> what it looked like you were doing. You, you, you dipped your head forwards. It's like, oh, Jade's being the prawn. I know, and, I, and I know exactly what you were doing before you said what you were doing. Uh, that's exactly what happened. I, yeah. um, I, I, the, I was like, hang on, you're in a podcast. Don't act things out. Where does that tradition come from with prawn cocktail that all the little prawns have to be dangling over the edge like they're clinging on for dear life? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, uh, possibly... No, 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 that's too niche. <laughs> there's, a, there's a great scene in Mrs. Doubtfire, the movie, where Mrs. Doubtfire makes a meal um, for his ex-wife. Um, uh, so Mrs. Doubtfire makes a, a meal for the family and there is prawns hanging off of the little plate that they have. And I remember seeing that and thinking how delicious that was. Um, and uh, I was thinking it was that, but then I was like, no, they're not hanging off enough. And then I was like, oh, my God, that's a really niche reference to a bit of food in a movie that no one will probably remember. Also, you thought that maybe that started it all, was uh, was the, the scene in Mrs. Doubtfire, was that, <laughs> that was starting the, the whole craze of prawns hanging off and things. You thought people saw that and thought, hang on, that's a good, that's not a bad idea. And they start hanging the prawn, prawns off the edge like Robin Williams dressing up as a Scottish nanny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a nanae, I think you're fine. <laughs> the bit of food I remember in uh, Mrs. Doubtfire is um, when he throws a lime at um, Pierce Brosnan's head. Yeah, he does, yeah. doesn't he? I was thinking, mm-hmm. is it an orange that he throws? I think, it, I think it's uh, a lime. They're ran by the swimming pool and, and um, yeah, the lime hits his yeah, wet head. Can I bring up a little bit of sti- uh, a little bit of uh, actually prawn-based beef uh, for about the end of that Ooh, movie? That sounds so good. Basically, at the end of that movie... There's a scene, they find out that Pierce Brosnan's character is allergic to pepper. So they said, don't put pepper on. So then Robin Williams, on the other meal that he's having, uh, gets really pissed with all the whiskeys they're having, mm-hmm. goes into the kitchen and, like, puts pepper on prawns. Then the prawns go over to Pierce Brosnan and he eats them. And he starts choking on them like they went down his windpipe. Like, he doesn't have an allergic reaction to them, which is what happens when you have pepper. He just chokes. And then Mrs. Doubtfire runs over and gives him the Heimlich manoeuvre and saves his life. But that's not an allergy to pepper. That's choking. (laughs) Yes. I'm going to say there is no (laughs) defence. I'm trying to think of an excuse. Because also, when, when he does the Heimlich, doesn't he... His face comes off, right? Yeah, peels So they were down, just trying yeah. to think of a way that Robin Williams' face could peel off and, they, and he could be busted. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they were like, oh, that'll do. Uh. Yeah. And then Pierce Brosnan seems to be fine at the end. They, like, shake hands and do, like, a real sort of awkward um, bloke thing where they can't, like, express their emotions at that moment. Yeah. <laughs> goes, it's fine. Like, it's not fine. You have an allergy to pepper. You've just technically been poisoned, Pierce Brosnan. I'd say there's a Mrs. Doubtfire 2 that we're not seeing where yeah. she's in prison. But then she heimlicked all the pepper out of him. <laughs> Is that what they're trying to make us believe? Came out. It was fine after that. I hadn't got into his bloodstream at all. It was too soon. Yeah. 
Like a, t- t- like a five second rule. Is there pepper on your prawn cocktail, or are you hoping Pierce Brosnan might come over? <laughs> no, I'd like a a little bit of spice, maybe a little bit of cayenne pepper. Mm. Um, not too much though, just a little like a little buzz. Like I wasn't massively into chili growing up. We didn't really have it on any food when I was, and um, so I've had to really train myself to like a bit of heat. Um, and now I'm really into it, but not too much because I think it ruins it. But yeah, like a little hint, something you want to you want to balance lots of flavors. You want a bit of citrus in there. You want your salt. Mm. You want a bit of sweet. You want a bit of you know. And and you want pepper in there as well. I think that's the there's like a rule about food where you have to have salt, salt, sugar, fat, heat, or something. So there's a program yeah, on Netflix about it. They, well, it's, it's called, and the, and the only reason I'm correcting you on this is because you've made me wish there was another episode called Sugar because yeah. it's called <laughs> salt, it's called Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat. Yeah. But I wish there was a sugar episode. Now you've said sugar, I'm like, ah, oh, I'd love to see. Think of all the other shows you've got available on Netflix, James. You've got Sugar Rush. You've got Zumbo's Just Desserts. I've watched all those, Ed. I've watched them all, and now I need more. You've got Crazy Delicious. Crazy Delicious, available on Netflix. I'd love to see her do a series called Sugar, 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 Sugar. (laughs) The main course. Main course is... It's difficult because it's not... It's not difficult because... There's too much option. The reason is, is because I, it's always meat for me. I'm not a veg, I will, I happily eat vegetarian food. I've eaten some great vegan restaurants and uh, my best mates, um, well, sometimes vegan, mostly vegetarian, has prawns on in Mexico. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> oh, Babs. Oh, dear. Oh, Babs. Yeah, so I love meat and I have like a sort of a top, my top meat and bottom meat. And I was, the reason I've gone for prawns at the beginning is because what I would normally do if there wasn't a sort of, if I had steak tartare to start with, which is another favourite dish of mine, I would have gone for a lobster thermidor for my main course. Mm-hmm. So that would have been that way around. But because I've already done prawns, I'm going to go to my, I'd say that I've actually cried at this meat before. I used to live with a chef in Clapton and she was testing out um, her menu for her brand new restaurant. Mm-hmm. And um, she tested it out on me. And it was the most incredible time of my life. I'd come home and she'd make me what, my favourite dish. And I'd so she she brought home. Um, uh, I came home and there was slow cooked pork in front of me, and I and 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 a little jug of gravy. And that was and the bone just pulled out of it. And there was a little jug of gravy. And I cried. I was so emotional about it. <laughs> I love pork so much. I think it's just the most incredible meat. You barely have to do anything to it. It's all about what temperature you cook it. Cook it. It's so it has all of its own juices and salt and the gravy that comes off of it's amazing. So for my main course, I'm going to say a pork roast dinner with uh, cauliflower and broccoli cheese, incredible roast potatoes, which I'm really mastering at the moment. Uh-huh. Um, uh, barely cooked carrots. so They're like hot, but they're still really crispy and they've got like a honey on them. Paxo, definitely Paxo. I love Paxo. <laughs> little balls of paxo and then the most incredible pork jus uh, juice that you've ever made turned into a gravy and yeah. oh and then a, a, a dauphinois a gratin dauphinois mm. as well and like and then heartburn and then <laughs> yorkshire puddings on top of yeah. that like a huge crispy yorkshire pudding oh, i ruined it at the end I know, I'm sorry. And then pulls away and it looks like, it's like almost like a croissant. It's so good. Yes. Why don't you just put a croissant on there then? I'm sorry, there's a long-running thing, 
Jade, I don't like Yorkshire puddings. I think they're boring. I think you described a lovely roast dinner there, and then you may as well have just plonked an actual hat on the top of it. <laughs> a lovely description of a Yorkshire pudding there. Like, like, that's like a croissant. It's, de- it's delicious. Imagine, you know what else is like a croissant? Croissant. Two types of potato on there. Neither of them the type I thought you'd go for. Well, I've got gratin dough from one, a roast potato. There's nothing like I mean, I, oh, my they're mum... both delicious. I just uh, thought that maybe Jade Adams might want a different type of potato on there. I like restaurant-worthy mash. I'm not into mash made at home. I've got a right... I, no? I, no. Do, do I you make... have the equipment to make a, a mash at home? Oh, I have... I have... Oh, fuck off. Huh? <laughs> <I> <laughs> just, it took me ages. I've walked into this! I'm just asking you if you were able to make mash at home and... <laughs> How good is the utensil? Are you satisfied with the utensil that you have that you can make mash with? Are you happy with it? Is it good enough? I had to get another one. Um, Someone should explain, right? You two are an absolute pair of fucks. (laughs) Listen, Jade, Jade, do you want to explain to the listener what's being referenced? (sighs) So last year, was it last year? Who knows? Two years ago. Two years ago. I I can tell you exactly what it was. It was January 2018. Wow. Yeah. Why Why so specific the date? How I know where I was. I was in Amsterdam at my friend's house and I spent the whole day on my phone laughing and it was the happiest I'd ever been on social media. Oh, <laughs> to the fabulous. point, Jade, where recently, and this episode, I don't know if this other podcast that I did will be out by now or whatever, but I recently did a podcast that was all about social media. They asked me what was the best experience you've ever had on social media and I just told the whole Jade Banger Mash story. <laughs> <laughs> we need to explain it. Go. So basically, uh, I I ordered a mashed potato, a mash a masher off of um, Amazon, and uh, it, it it said it was one of those ones that folds up so it goes flat in your drawer. So I ordered this mashed potato masher, mm-hmm. and the minute it came to the house, I was being bombarded for reviews for it, and I hadn't used it yet. And uh, and then the next day, I was uh, they kept on asking me every day, will I review this potato masher? And I hadn't bloody used it at that point. And I was just irritated that it, it you know, like I was being hounded in my in my internet. So I just put it up on the internet about Amazon, like stop asking me about my potato masher. I've not used it yet. And then you two and several other people all started trying to make me to uh, review this bloody mashed potato thing. And then everyone else got involved, and then a hashtag happens, which is linked to something that you did to Phil Wang that was really similar. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have a gig with Ed Gamble, and I turn up to this gig. Uh, it's, it's one of uh, the Go 8-bit gig. Yeah. I turn up to this gig, and you've had a bloody T-shirt made <laughs> with Jade Bangamash on it. <laughs> Hashtag Jade Banger Mash, yeah. which comes from hashtag Wang Banger Car. Yeah, it comes from, obviously, <laughs> comes from hashtag Wang Banger Car, when Phil Wang once made a joke about fancying a car, and so a load of us said that he wanted to bang a car. And we did a hashtag Wang Banger Car, and then when we were riding you up about the masher, you said to us, Christ, how, how long does this kind of stuff go on for? Someone said, quite a long time, just ask at Phil Wang. And then I said, hashtag Jade Banger Mash. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't go away for a while. Oh, I love it. Absolutely love it. So not and mash, not mash on the roast dinner then, because you don't have a good enough masher. 
Well, mm. I do now. I've gone through three different things to mash my potatoes. That first thing, it broke the minute I used it because it, it wasn't strong enough for the force that has to go behind it to get your potatoes mashed. So the whole thing like just kept breaking and I was furious because not only had I been asked to review this piece of shit equipment, you two had done this whole <laughs> campaign on Twitter. So I was absolutely furious. And then I ordered something um, which is where it, it blends it with a, like a, rot- a plastic rotation thing. I ca- it's called Mashar. And it's all right. It's fine. Bang a mashup. <laughs> I mean. And then I got a ricer. Jay bang a ricer. Jay bang a ricer. And are you ha- you're happier with the ricer now? Yeah, it's much better. And I and I also strain it through a sieve as well. Great. Don't. No. <laughs> wouldn't even wouldn't dream of it. What I like is that I assumed Jay's going to have her guard up going into this episode. She she knows we're going to bring up Jay Jay bang a mash. I'd forgotten about it as well. Me too. When I when I brought it up, I was looking at both of your faces and like they both forgotten. And then and then I was like, have I imagined it? Did it it ever happen? Maybe Jed maybe Jade never banged a mash. (laughs) I thought these guys they won't bring that up on their professional podcast. I really thought it. (laughs) They're not going to do that. That is that's absolute gold for us. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought to myself, look, you know, if it gets to like the side dish and she doesn't mention potatoes, I'll bring it up. As soon as you went, I'm going to have a roast, and you started breaking it down, I was like, this couldn't have gone better. <laughs> Here we go. Here the, we go. The dauphin wild potatoes and the roast potatoes is how I like my potatoes. I'm not massively into mash. Sure. So extra fury on the amount of times I've <laughs> yeah. been I've been added on this on the internet. They're still doing it. Like, it happened. Yeah. I've got it. I can see it. And I, I, every now and again, it pops up again. Yeah. And now, and now you've now you've put it on here. Jade, yeah. I mean, honestly, bad luck because hashtag Jade Bagamash is gonna it's gonna trend globally now. Sorry. Thanks. Do you ever when Witch got involved? Witch.com. Oh my god, Witch got involved. What I liked about Witch.com getting involved was that you were extra harsh on them every time. You were like absolutely furious at them for being involved. You're like, bloody witches here, fuck off. I hated them. If you're worried that this will last for a long time, uh, by the way, Jade, you should be because uh, we interviewed Krishnan Guru Murthy uh, two years ago uh, and told people to send him pictures of curly fries because he'd never had one and people are still doing it. <laughs> yeah. He'd never even seen one. He'd never seen one. So now I'd say at least once a week still, he gets. I see a picture of a curly fry sent to Krishnan Guru Murthy saying, <laughs> have, what, what about, about this one? one? <laughs> send picture of Murphy fry yeah. to Christian Guru Murphy. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I, I think my favourite bit of Jade Bang and Mash, what would make me laugh the most, was every time, because sometimes you'd reply to people really long rants about it, but it was every time you replied just saying fuck off. <laughs> really made me laugh. <laughs> It's how I really feel and it's how I actually want to. Do you know what? As much as I, um, I really enjoyed it as well because it's the only time I've ever been able to really be myself on social media. Because normally, like, I want to say fuck off to so much stuff on there, even from people I'm friends with. I'm like, oh, fucking shut up. I want to say it, but I can. And I just had this entire day where I was just able to legitimately tell people to fuck off. I loved it. (laughs) Now, Jade, to move you away from the mash, earlier, before you uh, listed the things on the roast dinner, you said you you have a top meat and you have a bottom meat. Yeah, um, I'm going to need you to explain what you mean by that. I'm imagining you're saying you've got um, you've got a chart of meat. 
Yeah. So like your your like roast dinner meats, like the type yeah. of meats you have on a roast dinner. I've got like a list. Of- Take us through it. So my least favorite meat on a roast dinner. Um. Uh, 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 well, up until recently, I um I. It used to be roast chicken. Like, I find it really boring on a roast dinner. I'm also not a huge fan of chicken breast. I think it's, like, dry. Mm. It's really hard to, like, put moisture into it when you're cooking. However, I did a Heston chicken the other day. Granted, it took me 72 hours to make it. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, too long. uh, Way too long. But it actually was the first time I'd had really great chicken. And you couldn't even... Because... he has this thing which is like smell is lost flavor. So you, he likes to try and keep all the smell in. And, and it did. I did the, the flat didn't smell like chicken when we were cooking it. It just kept all of the flavors. And there's a, it's a, there's a YouTube video. I'll send, I'll, 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 I'll send it to you so you can tell people where it is. Take 72. You've got, a, you have to put the chicken in a brine solution to begin with for 24 hours. And then when you cook it, you you cook it for an hour and a half at 90 degrees, which is quite low, but an hour and a half. And then at the last minute, you whack the oven up, take it out, let it rest for a minute, whack the oven up for about 20 minutes on its highest setting, crisp up the outside, and it is utterly perfect. Wow. But it's not my favourite. Uh, the next up from the bottom is lamb. Uh-huh. I find lamb a little bit, just a bit bloody and a bit like, mm, I'm not I'm not massively into that. And then you would, uh, then you, beef, beef is, a, is a really great one. But I also, if I'm going to have beef, I like it as a steak with chips and like, you know mushrooms and stuff i don't mm-hmm. really want to have it in a roast dinner mm-hmm. first is um is pork yeah yes and then all the way at the bottom are all the fancy ones like when people have bloody pheasant and goose and stuff like that like no yeah, they're like, trying to make a point those people no it's, it's way too middle class mm-hmm. that's what people recognize as a roast dinner and normally i'm i'm looking forward to this christmas actually because when i do my turkey i'm going to do the chicken thing that he did you know with that with that what i did the other day and see if it makes my turkey at christmas better or just do what you did last time and make a prawn cocktail that's so big you don't even need to cook it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's a good technique. Ultimate cheat code. <laughs> I think all the meats. I think I, I grew up having all the roast meats. Uh, not great. So when I think of all, like anyone could tell me any list of like could do their top to bottom roast meats, and I would think that makes sense because yeah. now I've had all of them badly. I would say that if anyone's had the bad versions of any of those, I would wouldn't blame them for never wanting to go near them again but then i feel i feel like i've now had all of them good and so even though i've had like brilliant roast chicken i'll accept that as the bottom one yeah from most people but then after that lamb broke my heart how how, how low down it was yeah I, I, I haven't had it good though i i, I you know it probably change if i had good lamb but yeah. i haven't ever i'd say now this is going to upset you jade here's my chart incoming go on Bottom is pork. Then, then oh, my God. What are you doing? You weren't ready for that. I just think the traditional roast pork is done. It's done too quickly, I think. I, lo- I love look, I love pulled pork, like really low and slow, proper pork shoulder, just like really fall apart. The fat's mm. all melted. Absolutely delicious. Low and slow and ready to go. Low, slow and ready to go. Lovely. Roasted pork, often done too quickly, dries it out. Bottom's pork. Then beef, feel the same about beef. Very rarely get a nice bit of roast beef that's cooked to a proper temperature. Uh, then uh, then chicken, because I've had some fantastic chickens. Uh, and then lamb is easy, king of the roast meats. Wow, I really haven't explored lamb as much as I should do. Because I, I, you know, you guys have eaten great food, you know. Do you like the lamb? Do you like leg of lamb, I'm guessing? Shoulder's my favourite cut. Oh, oh really? Fatty. Yeah. All right. 
I'll make a lamb one day. I'll let you know. I do lamb. like the thing is with pork is pork belly is the roast one. That's the mm. one you have. You have a square mm. of pork belly. Pork belly. Yeah, yeah. And- oh, look, okay. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't even considering pork belly in that situation. It's almost like I think of that like a different meat. It was pork belly I was referring to. Oh, it is good actually. All right, I'll I'll let you have that. The layers of meat and fat and meat and fat and meat and fat and crisp. I mean, oh, it's incredible. Okay, yeah. here's a little one for you. We're making like a Frankenstein type animal that would be the best roast dinner. So that, let's say. It's got the belly of a pig and the shoulders of a lamb. <laughs> yeah. What else are we chucking in there from the cow? It's got to have a pig's head. Pig's head's great for like stock and stuff. So you, like pork is the best for stock. Or okay. or the hooves. Or its feet are pig. So hang on, it's got, a, it's got a pig's head and a pig's belly. It's got to have pig's trotters. So far it's a pig with lamb shoulders. <laughs> a pig um, with woolly shoulders. No, I'm going, I'm chick, chicken thighs. I was, I was going to say chicken thighs, yeah? Chicken mm-hmm. thighs, yeah, chicken yeah. thighs. It's got a half coming out of its shoulders like lobster claws. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. It's got. It's got to have lobster claws. Yeah, big lobster claws at the front. What? Of a, what of a cow are we doing though? Oh, what bit of cow? Billet or no? Like a where's like the ribeye from? I want the. Yeah. Rib, I want the ribeye wherever that bit's from. I want that. Like a, a section, a, like mm. like it's a Hearst um, sculpture, like a. Yeah. Se- cross section of a ribeye in in the animal it's like cut in between and in in between the pig's belly you've got like the perfect (laughs) ribeye just in there i mean it sounds like an absolute monster doesn't it someone draw it Uh, go on someone draw it don't worry someone someone will draw it someone will do a photoshop of it we'll be we'll be getting sent that for a long time what noise would it make the first time it made a noise someone would shoot it to put it out its misery Oh, I've got. Can I try it? Can I try and make the noise for you? Yes. All right, wait there. Wait there. I've got. A, I have to get an instrument. Wait there. Okay. In, in my head, it's going to make the noise of uh, the bear in Annihilation. Not seen it. Oh, Ed, I can't believe you've not seen Annihilation. Oh. That's the, that's exactly your type of film. You would love it. I'm too. I'm too busy watching Sugar Rush. Right, you ready? Yeah. Yes. This is what noise I think it would make. All right. Okay. Ready. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jade had a horn there and she also screamed, but it couldn't really hear the horn, so it was just Jade thinks the noise that animal would make is her screaming. There you go. We can, we're in, in post, but I can edit those together so that yeah. the horn... We, we got the horn in isolation there. Yeah. So make sure, Benito, after all this, you play what it would sound like in... what it sounded like in Jade's mind. <laughs> play the scream and the horn together, the horn louder. Uh, Ben saying no, all going in like this. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Today's episode of Off Menu is sponsored by Aura. James, are you ready to win Mother's Day? I am, Ed. I want to cement my reputation as the best gift giver in the family. I want to give my mom an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. May I say, James, I absolutely love the class and elegance with which you use the word mom, because this is for US listeners. All of your moms deserve a good Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. Yeah, I think your mum's going to love looking back on your childhood memories, seeing what you're up to today, seeing what you were up to back in the day, and even better, with unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, you can keep updating mom's frame with new photos so it's the gift that keeps on giving, James. Ed, answer me this. Who is the best gift giver in your life? Hmm, um, I'd probably say uh, my wife is a very good gift giver. Not that my mom is not a fantastic gift giver, but my wife's very good at little surprise things. She says, I've only got you a few things, and then there'll be little little surprises, things that we've seen throughout the rest of the year. I'll say to my wife, I like that, and then I forget about it, and then on the day, there's some lovely little gifts there for me that remind us of the year that we've just spent together. Oh, if you like being reminded of stuff, may I suggest photographs? That's a very good point, James. I think we should get ourselves an Aura digital picture frame and put some of our wedding photos on them. Right now, Ed, Aura has a great deal for Mom's Day, Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A Frames.com. Use code OFFMENU at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Now, Jade, um, you've done the very tricksy thing there of describing your main course with loads of sides, knowing that we're going to ask you what side you want. Are you happy yes. with those to be included as your sides, or do you want yeah. to add an extra side? I will add more, for yeah. sure. Go on. What, 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 what's your dream side dish, then? So we've got cauliflower cheese and broccoli cheese, but that's got, like, five different cheeses in it, you know? So mm-hmm. It's got loads of cheese, different cheese. Love cheese. Yeah. Oh, and truffle. Ta- uh, and truffle as well. Truffle and cheese is Great. incredible. Yeah. Always exciting to hear someone loves cheese and see how uh, annoyed James gets at that. Slightly well, worried. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't, people are allowed to like cheese, especially on cauliflower and broccoli. That's fine. Yeah, okay. We're in an appropriate course. But people liking cheese is like people liking Shawshank Redemption as a favourite movie, you know, like we know mm-hmm. that movie's sure. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it'd be mad if someone said, you know, what's your favourite uh, you know, song, and someone said the Shawshank Redemption. You know? <laughs> so that's what it's like when people say cheese for dessert. Oh God, you, uh, the I mean, there are. I, I'm. I mean, we're getting to that. It's not. It's not for me. So don't worry. I'm not going to anger you coming up. Thank you. Yeah. Although cheese, cheese some cheeses cheese. with truffle honey, cheese and truffle honey. See, that's the thing. Cheese. You can say what you like about you're not going to anger him, but then you think, but cheese. I don't know where it's come from. It's a tiny little jar very very small jar of truffle honey is in my cupboard i think someone gave it to me as part of a present there must have been other stuff but i've just found it the other day and i'm trying to think of what i'm going to have it on cheese cheese i guess if you're not a massive fan of cheese then what i'm about to say is not going to work really but you want you can get like a rock fort something strong with that mm. truffle honey is incredible a really fungally taste yeah. you want it to like sort of dance on your tongue with the truffle honey okay 
I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna get it today. Look, and and have it on like some re- like if you're gonna have um have it on like a car's water biscuit or something like that, something mm-hmm. thin, crispy. But that's the only way I really like cheese. That figs and walnuts on it as well. Like I love a cheese board with lots of things on it. But like you, they never do that in restaurants. It's always just like oh, loads of cheese. But like what goes with it? Come on. Sure. So you've got all those sides as part of the main. What are you going to yeah. be adding to the side board? Um, the only thing I wanted to add add from the other ones that I've already said is like a buttery cabbage, something mm-hmm. like some really salty buttery cabbage as well with it. That would be lovely. Which, if you have leftovers, the next day you can have bubble and squeak with an egg on top, which is my yes. Favorite. I think that is it. Like, is that the first shout out for bubble and squeak on the podcast? Potentially, might be. Love bubble and squeak. Bubble and squeak's amazing. I, it's the best thing about roast dinners. It's the next day when you turn it into a into like well what is like a oh, potato cake don't you that's what it it's is just, really. yeah it's just a mashup right and then like a lush duck egg on top or a top you know i first heard about bubble and squeak because there was a story that uh got read to us in school a book called bubble and squeak about a family who had two gerbils who were called bubble and squeak then later on in the day the mum makes the dish bubble and squeak and the kids think she's cooked the gerbils and get upset sort of fucked up story is that it's a kid's that book. was like the story we were read to but like none of us in our you know year four class or whatever knew what bubble and squeak was at that point <laughs> and so we're like we don't understand what the the gerbils are named bubble and squeak which is pretty reasonable names for gerbils yeah and then suddenly the mum for no reason is saying that she's cooked them <laughs> by winding the kids up and the kids are upset so you're very much seeing it through the eyes of the kids at this point. Yeah. Because it's like the mum has made a dish and decided to name it after the gerbils rather than the gerbils being named after the dish. Yeah, so she's gone, oh, this will wind them up. This will be funny. And then when she describes what the dish is, you're like, what? <laughs> we come on to your dream drink. Oh, someone's at the door. Someone's at the door. Is Babs getting that? Babs will get that. Babs is getting it. Babs will get that. I wonder what it is. I haven't ordered anything recently. Hmm. Jade, when we asked you your favourite drink there, you smiled in a way that suggested you were thinking about every single drink on the planet. Yes. (laughs) It's so hot. I love drink. Mm -hmm. Have you narrowed it down? Yeah, I've got one. I've got one we'd go for. So I would, I, you know, I'm imagining with all these meals, I've already, I've got a wine pairing with each of these these courses anyway. That's just standard at my restaurant. You know, you Mm -hmm. just, you have something that's paired with it. When it comes to this specific drink, ooh, it's a parcel for me. When it comes to this open specific... it live on the pod. Do you want me to? Yeah. 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 Thank you, Babs. Great. Thanks, Babs. Thanks, Babs. I said thanks, thanks Babs. Like special Babs. delivery. It's got like one of those little labels on it. It says special delivery. Oh, please be a masher. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Imagine if we had done that. If we'd sent you a, ma- a masher yeah, to be delivered during, during the... the podcast. What is it? for the listener uh it's a pair of pants uh, or no two pairs of pants with crazy designs on them yeah a whole bunch of oh no three pairs of neon does that that one's the planets that's got planets on it it. uh another pair a big octopus this is killer whales whales on (laughs) those pants pants. this is the first time anyone's ever had pants delivered live on the podcast oh dragon scales it looks like oh dragon scales or like peacock sort of style yeah (laughs) multicolored. Jade, how many pairs of pants have you ordered? 12 pairs of pants. You ordered 12 pairs of pants. Yeah. I mean, they're the best pants I've ever seen, to be fair. Yeah. 
They're from uh, they're from my friend, a Curious Moon. Uh, she um, uh, she sent me a free pair, and then I just ordered a load off her. I love them. Thanks. I love that. I've just opened that on on here. <laughs> just as I was getting to my drink bit as well. Great. Yeah. I'm just really glad I've got new pants. It feels what a great what a great moment. It, honestly, I've done it recently as well. Bought some new pants. Job lot of new pants. Threw out all my old ones. I feel like a new man. Do you wear them right down? Because like mine have bits, like there's yeah. holes and stuff. I wear them to that point. And there's the hole's always in the same place, and I don't know why. But where is it? If my assertions are correct, uh, I'm farting out pure acid. <laughs> acid farts, great. Yeah. Imagine Ed farting like Thomas the Tank Engine now. So. <laughs> 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 and the scream noise, actually. Hang on. <laughs> Yeah, that's more what I imagine Ed's fart yeah. sounds like. <laughs> yeah, my wind sounds like a woman screaming. Yeah. <laughs> Apologies, everyone. No, 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 officer, nothing happened. No, no, no I've just, I've just eaten too much pork. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, we've got to get onto this drink because we've yes. now opened a whole packet of pants. <laughs> <laughs> it's my dream restaurant. You said anything can happen. Yeah, absolutely. Right, the drink, please. Jungle Bird cocktail. I've been making it all of lockdown and it is an absolutely delicious cocktail. It's stunning. My friend Hannah Lanfear, who, well, she is wide, widely known in cocktail circles in London as being one of the best. I messaged her just before lockdown and said, what's your favourite cocktail? I'm going to make it. And it's a Jungle Bird. It's like a tiki cocktail. It's got rum. Uh, it's got pineapple, um, Campari for a bit of bitterness. It's got... Um, Pineapple juice, which froths up when you whisk it. So pineapple juice reacts like a, an egg white does. So if you're a vegan and you want to have that foamy stuff, you can. if you have a cocktail that's shaken with pineapple in it, it will foam up. Oh, cool. um, and it's got lime juice and it's served. Uh, so a cute little thing you can do is buy a pineapple and you can make the juice out of that as well. It's nice when it's fresh. And if you pull out one of the leaves and then cut it down the middle and just hang it on the glass, that like that presentation and that drink is incredible. That does sound very nice. You've been making them at home. Yeah, we all the way through lockdown. I had um, a, I had a chap called Paul Sweeney staying with me, mm-hmm. um, who is uh, a comedian, but also cuts our hair. All of us, yes, I think. all of us, yes. yes. I'm yes. seeing him later today. Are you? Yes. <laughs> Excellent. Four o'clock haircut booked in. I've had my haircut all of lockdown because Paul's been staying with us. Get your moving your hairdresser in with you pre-lockdown. <laughs> I don't think many people. Have- had the foresight to do that. That was clever. Um, yeah, they, I, th- those cocktails, they're really delicious. And we've had, they're really easy to make. Uh, I have a cocktail shaker that I just got online. Um, it's called a Boston shaker. Just get a little kit. And uh, like there's certain measurements that you can put. You can just Google Jungle Bird and try and find like a sort of nice looking cocktail. They'll give you all the, uh, the measurements for it. But I sort of just pour it in. I know what I like really. But mm-hmm. there are measurements online. But it's such a great cocktail. It's fruity. It's bitter. It's sweet. It's sour. It's full of ice. You have it in a nice glass. It looks amazing. And then it tastes amazing. And it's a great palate cleanser as well at this juncture. How many right. are you drinking in one sitting? Because it sounds quite sweet. It sounds like a lot going on in that. Yeah, I wouldn't have, I mean, we've had lots of them, but I wouldn't have, say, any more than about two or three of them. They're easy to put, I made a jug of them over at my friend Babs's house, funny enough, when I went to see her, and we made a jug of it, and it still tasted good. But yeah, you just, you want two or three, two or three of those, that's quite cool. Um, I wouldn't stick with the same drink, though, more than maybe twice. I, I like to sort of change, I love, that's why I love tasting menus, because I love 
getting full up, but like having loads of different things. Like it's mm. just so interesting to me to like, rather than just have a big plate of something, I'd like, you know, little portions of, that's why I was like, I want something in between the bread and the starter, like a little canapé or, you know, yeah. like I, I love that. But this is three quarters. That's how I feel. Every time I'm eating or drinking something, I worry that I'm never going to eat or drink that thing again and feel the same way about all food. So I just have to eat as much of it as possible and as many different things in one sitting. Because what what if what if you never get it again? Exactly. What is this, this is the last time I have a lobster thermidor or a pork belly or maybe this you know like there was the last time we were picked up as children. What if that happens with your favorite food? Sorry. You know like when you're younger you there's a last time that your parents ever picked you up. Oh man, I've never thought about this. I haven't either. That's really bummed me out. Um also, James is confused because his parents still pick him up. <laughs> get up all the time. We come to your dessert. So, here's the question about dessert. Mm. The issue I have here is I could go with like fancy restaurant dessert here because I have a favourite of a fancy, like you know, a fa- like fancy, just like a nice dessert you'd get at a restaurant that I always enjoy having. Uh-huh. However, I'm lying when I say that. I'm just trying to keep this keep this facade that I actually um, have a refined palate when in mm-hmm. actual fact, if I wasn't massively over full, say like I had an ever expanding stomach and it, mm-hmm. and I didn't get full up. The thing I would actually have, the thing, the thing I would actually have is um, school dessert with mint custard. Oh, just school dessert. You know, like the sponge, the sponge with icing and the hundreds and thousands on top with mint, mint custard. <gasps> This is incredible. Jade, Jade, this is a first in the Dream Restaurant. Now, first of all, what I would like to say is that sounds like the school pudding sounds nice. The mint custard is a bit of a... We didn't see that coming. Fine, but we don't don't need to talk about that. I don't know if you're aware of this, Jade. Every episode we do, we have a secret ingredient that if the guest mentions it, they get kicked out the restaurant and don't get any dinner. <laughs> it has never happened before. <laughs> no one has ever said it. On the first ever episode we did, Scroobius Pip said it, but then agreed to not have it on the thing. But that was only because it was the first episode. We wanted people to know what the format was. It would have yeah. been confusing if we put it out and just we kick a guy out, and that's got the whole podcast. And so we said we'd never allow that again. This week, the secret ingredient is hundreds and thousands. <laughs> Jade Adams, please leave the dream restaurant. You are not out, getting Jane. any dinner. <laughs> You are not getting any dinner. No dinner. You are out on your ass. And leave the pants behind. <laughs> leave the pants. They stay here now. All the post that was delivered to the restaurant stays in the dream restaurant. Pants are ours. Put the pork in the bin. <laughs> Pour that jungle bird in the sink. Yeah. No dinner for Jade. Oh, I can't believe it's happened. <laughs> I can't believe it would be hundreds and thousands that did it. Wait there. Wait there. Oh, she's going away again. Oh, man, we've done it. We've actually kicked someone out. We've actually done it. And it was right at the end as well. It was the perfect time for it to happen. She got to say all the things she wanted, and now we're going to put it all in the bin. Oh, my God. I feel so alive. So excited about our menu. I've always wondered how we would feel when someone says it. And I always thought that we would feel awful. I thought, I thought, one day when someone says the secret ingredient, I'm going to feel really bad about chucking them out. And I felt so excited. 
Oh, oh what she got here? She's she's genuinely got a bag of hundreds and thousands in her. That's house. a whole bag. That's a massive bag as well. <laughs> no one has hundreds of thousands in their house. What the hell? Yeah, yeah, oh, she, she's, she's currently eating them out the bag. Yep, she's yeah. eating them out the bag. You can yeah. eat them on the bus on the way home from the dream restaurant because <laughs> you are out of here, Jade. Yeah. Fuck you both. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Jade bagger hundreds and thousands. <laughs> Jade bagger hundreds and thousands. <laughs> New hashtag. I can't believe I've been kicked out. Oh. What are the chances? What are the chances I'd say hundreds of thousands? And yeah. so so happy it's just when you've you've talked about everything you want and you're so excited about the whole menu and now we get to say you don't get any of it. Well, I get hundreds of thousands because I got a mirror. <laughs> Eating them. That's Jade Adams post workout routine. A cigarette <laughs> and a bag of hundreds and thousands. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Jade, normally at this point we say thank you very much for coming to the Dream Restaurant, but we don't need to be polite to you because you picked hundreds of thousands. Oh, how's uh, it feel, Jade? Do you know what? I feel fucking great because I'm the one person who got kicked out. So, yeah, <laughs> I, that makes me punk. I'm like Liam Gallagher right now. I love yeah. it. <laughs> yes, bitches. Come outside with me, guys. Fuck this podcast. Fuck them. I'm going to do a podcast about hundreds of thousands and you go struggle on your fucking... Dicks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank, thank you very much for coming to the Dream Restaurant, Jade. It's a shame that you couldn't get any dinner today. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 feel, oh, I feel so alive. Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take my James A. Castor Best Show Short or Comedy Awards 2019 award that I have in my house because you haven't picked it up yet. I forgot you've got that. And I'm going to... No, don't put it in hundreds and thousands. Don't come out in hundreds and no, I've put hundreds and thousands all oh, over no. your award. There it is. I'm going to take You're a little... using it like a plate. I'm going to take a picture. Yeah, oh, take a no. picture of it. Oh, oh no. Absolutely oh, no. love it. Come in my award with the secret ingredient. Yes. Well, I'm going to put that out there. That's the weirdest thing that's ever happened on this podcast. <laughs> Also, not many guests have in their house an award that was meant for me. I've got and two. a bag of hundreds of yeah, thousands. You got, you got two of two two awards that I wasn't there for. Yeah, you and Rich picked them up. I won there. Rich was. Rich picked it up. Well, uh, Jade. Normally we read the order back to you, but I'm not going to do that today. Oh no, I am going to read the order back to her. Actually. Oh okay. Water. Nothing. <laughs> Poppadoms or bread. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, <laughs> starter in your dreams. <laughs> Main course, zilch. Side dish, as if dessert. You can cram it forever. None of this. You're getting none of it in the bin. In the bin. In, in, in the bin, bin, bin. You're not getting any. Or. You're not getting N.A. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for coming to the Dream Restaurant, Jade. I'm sorry it didn't work out for you this time. Fuck you both. Oh, I can't believe it. Whoa! I can't believe it happened. Finally happened, and it felt better than I ever could have anticipated. It really felt good. I thought it would be awkward when we had to actually do it, but I loved it. I hope it happens every time from now on. Yeah. I hope it happens every time. I hope it happens during the water course. Yes. We've got to start <laughs> just making still water the secret ingredient. Yeah, straight away. 
it was great and it was a great person for it to happen to as well uh yes. jade is a good sport and also gets really angry yep very fun to bully so yes thank you podcast gods for allowing us to bully jade and kick her out with nothing to eat don't forget the hashtag jade banger hundreds and thousands uh yep. get in contact with her on twitter about that uh also you should watch her amazon prime special uh serious black jumper uh that's available wherever you are if you have amazon prime it is a very very funny show so check that out also the food show that we were talking about with hester blumenthal is available on netflix it's called crazy delicious and the musical podcast she's got a lot going on that lady apart from dinner because she's on yes. the bus with no dinner <laughs> no dinner but plenty of pants actually yes. no because we, we, we confiscated we kept the pants, the pants. didn't we yeah, yeah, the pants are in the restaurant as well. Yes. No dinner, no pants. We're on social media uh, at Off Menu Official on Twitter and Instagram. And our website is offmenupodcast.co.uk. Go and check it out. Why not pop onto Apple Podcasts? Give us a review. Leave a five-star rating. That sort of thing. Tell your friends about the podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, we will see you again soon for hopefully another guest who has a secret ingredient and we get to kick them out on their asses. Thank you very much. We got a taste for it. Goodbye. I'm Gina Martin, a campaigner and writer. And I'm Stevie Martin. I'm a comedian and writer and also we're sisters. We are sisters and yeah. we're doing our new podcast, Might Delete Later. It's a podcast about social media, about going back, looking at your embarrassing ones, things you like, things you don't like. And we're talking to all different types of people. So many different types of people. We've got writers, we've got comedians. Maybe we'll get a politician. Maybe okay? we'll get a dog. Maybe I'll talk to a plant. Deal with it. Who knows? It's like a little snapshot into people's social media lives. Yeah. And hopefully it'll make you think more about how you use social media and how you feel about it so do subscribe on all of the platforms that you usually get your podcasts on and visit at might delete later pod on instagram because we're going to be putting up really fun videos and the things that you didn't see in the podcast episode Ooh, exciting thanks dudes hi i'm lucy beaumont and guess what i'm sam campbell if you enjoy, oh, well, um, there's another, there's a uh, another podcast just coming out. Oh, no, the podcast is out now. Yeah. If people have enjoyed Off Menu, will they enjoy Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains? I don't, I don't know. There's, well, there's a bit of crossover. We talk about um, maybe, you know, a couple of food uh, issues. We talk about cutlery, and that's near food. We reckon it's out now. Not soon, it's now. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. If you like James and if you love Ed, you might get a kick out of this. But yeah, again, no pressure. But um, yeah, this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains.